0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 154 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simulator Studios in the heart of Texas, we have a new Spur of the Moment Twitter handle. And Drew is a young buck that is social media savvy. So you can go to at spur underscore otm. That's at spur underscore otm. There's going to be a lot of content. That also gives the opportunity for our question of the day to be asked on there as well as our, our to be able to text as well. So that's just a new addition. But we've waited a little while because Drew's baseball team was qualifying for the state tournament. Yes, sir. And so, so sorry we didn't get to you on the Victor Webb and Yaman draft night and the City Sissoko draft night. But we're going to cover those things today as well as the signings and the trade that uh, has developed with the Spurs. But first... I want you to listen to this moment that shaped the Spurs franchise for the foreseeable future. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama.
1: his family. Every phone in this arena is out capturing this historical moment. He heads to San Antonio, following in the footsteps of fellow Frenchman Tony Parker, who he idolized growing up, of Manu Ginobili, of fellow number one picks, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, all of whom won championships with the franchise under the tutelage of Mike Popovich, the winningest coach in league history. And at 7'4", an elite rim protector with outside range. He is where the league's past J meets its present. A dominant big man for the modern era.
0: Yes, sir. So the franchise now is officially changed, and we knew the tanking was worth it. Drew, what are your thoughts right now?
2: Yes, I'm very, very happy that just made it confirmed. He now signed that and just what a pig by the San Antonio Spurs. Very happy for Victor Wibanyama. He's already met a lot of the Spurs legends, and they have helped him a lot to learn the game of basketball. I just can't wait for him to start playing in the Spurs uniform. Let's go.
0: Yeah, so what a great night. And uh, that draft is definitely going to be one that's going to remember in San Antonio Spurs for ages to come. And, uh, you know, Victor, in his interviews, if you saw him talk, and this is something that's really important to me, especially the older I get, just understanding the Spurs culture and the Spurs values and just having good human beings in the silver and black And my gosh, his interviews, the authentic Victor Webinyama and just how true he is and how real he is, is just icing on the cake for what's about to be a phenomenal basketball player that the fortunes of the San Antonio Spurs franchise are now going to do a direct U-turn from last season. We don't know the numbers, and we'll talk about that in later episodes. But for right now, we just want to enjoy this pick with Vic and, uh, and get to see what the future holds for us. Now, with that being said, the Spurs did have two more picks in that draft. And, of course, nobody wants to be the pick of, of the team that drafted Victor webin But, fortunately for us, we got another Frenchman. Yep. Drew, what can you tell us about City Sissoko?
2: Yeah, so he's a very athletic 6'7 guard. He kind of reminds me, well, I'm not going to say that. It kind of reminds me of Josh Primo, but I don't really want to say that. But he was good with the G League Ignite. He averaged 11 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists on that team. And I would say he was the third option cuz that team had Scoot Henderson, Leonard Miller, and him, but a great late round still, and I'm very glad to get another Frenchman to pair along with Victor Wembanyama. What were your thoughts on that pick?
0: Oh, I loved it. I one of the clips, so I watched the G League Ignite in person last year. I got to watch them whenever they came to play the Austin Spurs. And one of the things that kind of gives a little confidence is that He was playing with – there were four NBA players on that team. You had Scoot Henderson, uh, Leonard Miller, City Sissoko, and there was one other dude that I think is going to be drafted next year. But just saying – so he was around NBA talent. But one of the things about him at the draft night, if you watch the highlights, he – throws down some dirty dunks. And I know that there's a lot more to his game. I think the perimeter defense is going to come. I think his shot is going to come, but he is a vicious dunker. And I'm really excited to see that. And we're going to get it to see it firsthand in the summer league, in the uh, California Summer League that starts tonight. So City Sissoko, big body. I mean he looks like a physical specimen. He's got a yeah. he's got a good good body, good size, 6'7, 200 pounds. And going to be excited to watch and see how he develops. And, again, expectations aren't too high. He's a second-rounder. So, really, if he fails, oh, well, he's a second-rounder. But if he has success, maybe the Spurs grab something special. On draft night, when we had pick, what, 32 or 31? 33, I think. 33, yeah. I texted Drew. He was with his mom. And, I texted him and I said, I just gave him my wish list of three players that I won at that pick. Well, then we traded that pick off.
2: And we still were able to get him. And we were able
0: to get him, but he was there on my board at 33. So he dropped all the way to 41. Great. Let's grab him up. Let's let him grow in Austin and develop and then see where he he pans out for the Spurs. So great to have two Frenchmen come to San Antonio, Victor Webinyama and City Sissoko, and uh, tonight, Sissoko is going to make his summer league debut um, in Sacramento. The Spurs are going to play the Charlotte Hornets. Maybe we'll get to see uh, Brandon, Brandon Miller. I don't know. But Malachi Brandon will be there. Uh, Blake Wesley will be there. I, I don't know. I know Dominic Barlow will be there. I'm really curious to see if Sohan's going to be there. I don't think he will, be
2: honest. He played he, a lot well. Yeah, he played very good last year. Yeah, I know.
0: So I, I'm curious to see if he, he ends up playing. But I know we'll see guys like Don Barlow and uh, probably Julian Champagny, I'm yes. guessing, is
2: going to be there. And I'm excited to see Malachi.
0: Yeah, He's Malachi. Good. He had a great a great second half last year. So it's going to be really fun to see him. So let's go over the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, a lot of flurry happened on Friday with signings and trades and, and all this, you know, just the movement that happens in the NBA. But let's go over um, some of the trades that the Spurs Spurs did. So, number one, uh, well, hold on one second. I, I lost it, and I will pull it back here shortly. There uh, we go. So, Let's go on the transactions. All right. So <clears throat> number one on July first, they signed Victor Yama to the rookie yes, scale contract. No
2: surprise there.
0: No surprise there. Um, so number two, then that's a multi-year contract. The Spurs don't release contract uh, details. Okay. Number two, Cade Bates Diop. Signed away from the Spurs to the Phoenix Suns. Drew, they what do you think that. about that?
2: Yeah, so I'm kind of sad that he's leaving. Good pickup by the Suns because they're ad-depth with that because they have the big three, Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker. But it's a, he's not going to play very much minutes in Phoenix, but it's a good signing for them.
0: Yeah, it is a good signing. And, uh, you know, I was a big Cata Bates-Diop fan, so, you know, with him that that just – is what it is. But uh, anyway, he shipped off, so sad to see him go. Um, but it just is what it is. Next one, Trey Jones, two-year, $20 million contract. Drew, what are your thoughts about Trey's contract?
2: Yeah, so two years, only two years, but that's all right. He's getting $10 million per year, and I think he needs to prove himself if he wants a long-term contract for his next one. But I really do like two years, and I think he's going to return to be our starting point guard.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you. I've thought about that a lot, and I've played up, I've tinkered with possible lineup deals. Low turnover guy, high assist guy, great, not great, but getting better at defense. Um, I think Trey Young, I mean, I sorry, Trey Young, Trey Jones is, uh, is going to be kind of the, uh, you know, he doesn't have to score. Mm-hmm. We've got plenty of guys that can score, and so if he can be distributor, old classic point guard, um, and just really facilitate the offense, be a strong defender. And that, that's kind of what Trey Jones brings to the table. So I'm glad to see him. I at first thought he was going to be our backup point guard, and I played with different scenarios where maybe so Hank could bring it up or or whatever. But long story short, I think Trey Jones is going to be the starting point guard, and that just is what it is. So yeah. next one let's talk about also on June 30th, Julian Champagne, my favorite Austin Spur. Locked in a four-year, $12 million contract with the Spurs. What do you think about this signing for for Julian Champagne?
2: Oh, I love it. Talk about having a great second half of the year for the San Antonio Spurs. He had a couple 20 pieces there at the end and then had a really good last game against the Mavericks. Four-year, $12 million. I say that's about right for him, and I'm very excited to see him in that jersey, and I think he'll get a lot more minutes this year.
0: Yeah, and if you'll remember, the game in Austin – he just went yeah, off he, last year. <laughs> he
2: wouldn't miss. Yeah.
0: He was uh, – I, I got to watch him in, in, in Austin with the Austin Spurs, but also with the San Antonio Spurs. And I think good depth guy. I basically think he takes the, the spot of K to bates out. I mean, it's really same position. Better scorer.
2: Probi- yeah, artist.
0: probably much better shooter too, yeah. Uh, even though that one Lakers game still sticks in yeah, my mind. 30 <laughs> points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we got a trade for the Spurs, and this was a three-way trade, but the Spurs get C.D. Osman, Lamar Stevens, and a second-round draft pick from the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, the Cavaliers shipped off Max Struess um, sorry, Miami shipped off Max Struz to Cleveland. And I think this this deal, I looked at it from all angles, and not that I care about the other two teams that much, but I think all teams really benefited from this in a way. The Cavs were able to dump some salaries. The Spurs were able to pick up some small salaries. And um, and then they still got a second-round pick. So they, they basically traded a second-round pick for two players and a second-round pick. So Brian Wright, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I – I, my hat's off to him he has been a hell of a gm so far and i you know you can't control things like the primo deal but he is doing he's making moves and the spurs franchise is in a better position here in the next six to seven to eight years than i think we've been in in quite a while so hats off to you brian Wright. but we love this trade let's talk about cd Osman, uh defender one of the From the stats, one of the best perimeter defenders there is available. And, you know, a lot of people don't look at that, but the Spurs franchise built on defense. Lamar Stevens also, above average defensive metrics for both of those guys. Uh, And Osmond can also shoot the three. What are your thoughts about these guys?
2: Yeah, steady Osmond. I really like that player. I hope we do keep him. I'm not sure if we will, but great three-point shooter and a great defender. In the 2016 finals, he was great um with shooting the three ball for LeBron James and the Cavaliers. I think he will fit well with the San Antonio Spurs. I hope he stays.
0: Yeah, what about Lamar Stevens? What are your thoughts about that one?
2: Yeah, I don't know if we're going to keep him. He's not as good as he used to be. He used to be pretty good for the Indiana Pacers, I believe, but yeah, I don't think he's going to stick with the Spurs.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, Lamar Stevens, Seti uh, Osman. I was joking with Drew the night we, we made the trade for Seti Osman that we have Seti Osman and Seti Sissoko, so we could have Seti and Seti off the yeah. bench, and I think that'll be awesome. Um, I did get the details on Victor Webin-Yama's contract, and uh, the Spurs don't release it, but the rookie scale is the rookie scale league-wise. So, I mean, you can only cap out with certain guys, usually your, your top five or ten picks. Victor Webinyon's contract, four years, $55.17 million. So right out of the gates. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. The the rookies are getting paid. That's so. the
2: same contract as Max Strews, basically. Yeah, yeah. Four years, 56. Yeah. I mean, Austin Reeves, my bad.
0: Okay. All right, so now we have that trade. So we'll see how those guys play out. We'll keep you guys updated with that in the summer. Next one. And I really like this signing sandro mamukelesvili signed a one-year 2.02 million dollar contract drew your thoughts
2: yeah i like the deal i really wish we could have got him a long-term contract not just one year maybe three or two years but he could show us what he could do next year and maybe get that long-term contract but i still like it one year two million dollar deal he does a lot for us Defense score, shoot the three ball a little bit. So yes, I like that we picked up Mom McKellashville, resigned him.
0: Yeah, no, he's a he's a fun player, gives us some depth on the bench. Um, and he he can do a lot. He he's a pretty versatile big man, so that'll be really interesting to follow. All right, let's talk about while we're talking about the roster, let's talk about Devontae Graham. Oh, wow. Devontae Graham. We're going to, you know, this is Spurs culture. um, But Devontae Graham was arrested with a DWI. um, And uh, so we're kind of curious to see how that's going to play out. If he's going to be with the Spurs, if they're going to work with him to kind of right that wrong, or if they're going to cut ties. I
2: really don't think we'll keep him.
0: You think he's cutting ties?
2: I'm right. surprised we haven't already
0: done it. No, I, 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 that's a good point. I mean, the primo deal dropped and he was yeah. gone. He was gone before we could bleak our eye. But uh, He was
2: gone before we heard the yeah. actions.
0: Yeah, so so we'll see what happens with Devontae Graham. That's going to be an interesting drama-filled story for the Spurs offseason. But uh, now the 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 roster kind of starts taking shape. Um, tonight we're going to be in Sacramento and uh, playing the Charlotte Hornets, so maybe get our first glimpse at uh, Brandon Miller and uh, see what the Spurs go. But Victor Webin is not going to that. He's not going to be going to California. He's going to be in Las Vegas though on July seventh, and I guarantee all eyes are going to be on that. So yes. more than any other summer league game yeah. in the history of it. So um, should be should be kind of fun. Uh, what do you think about that? And what do you what the we have a question of the day. And tonight's question comes from Marty in Eastern San Antonio. Marty asks, how many minutes do you think Victor Webinyama will get in the Las Vegas Summer League per game? So what's your best estimate of what Victor's minutes are going to be per game?
2: So obviously he's not going to play the whole game. We know that. But the best estimate for me would probably be 28 to 32 minutes. Where he's definitely going to be restricted. He's going to be restricted, so 28 to 32 minutes. What do you think about that?
0: I, You know, honestly, that's probably more than I would go for, Uh, honestly. Yeah, most likely. I was kind of thinking. First half. Yeah, I was kind of thinking he was going to sit in that 18 to 22-minute range, uh, but I was kind of looking at just 20 minutes, and and that's kind of what I was thinking. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's going to be fun to watch, and we're going to listen to some – Victor Webinjama post Spurs practice because he's already practicing and making and the, threes. Yeah, making threes and knocking them down. What did you think about? Let's talk about this. What did you think about the media post the first day he put on the uniform, went to the AT and T Center, and of course the internet trolls went nuts oh. because he went. The, he shot a few times. What was he? One like of one
2: for four. Or something. Yeah,
0: one of four shooting, and of course the trolls came out. Uh, but what are your thoughts about that?
2: Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that. I mean, it was only one practice. He had like 20 cameras surrounding him. Yeah. That's the first time ever in that arena getting used to a new ball, new rim. So why would he be overreacting to that? I don't know. It's just the Twitter trolls.
0: Yeah, Twitter trolls <laughs> are out there. And, uh, and again... We are now on Twitter, so we control the trolls, or they control us, or however they want to do it, but at Spur underscore OTM. So the Spur of the Moment podcast Twitter feed is live and available, and we'll be putting our episodes on there as well from now on. So this is 154, but hopefully the next 154 will all be posted on Twitter. we're going to listen to a little little uh, and interview and his uh, availability, but this was after practice. It was kind of cool watching uh, Malachi Branham said, man, I shook his hands, and he goes, I never shake hands that big. Yeah. you got to understand, Malachi Brandon's around all these NBA yes. guys that are big, big human beings, and then Blake West was like, I ain't, I ain't never seen feet like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny, but let's listen to Victor post-practice.
1: So we a lot of guys. It, it? Great. Uh, you know, um, unfortunately I had, to, I had a lot to do off the court too, but I'm glad this is over now and I can focus on basketball 100%. I feel like you're more in your element on the on the court. Oh yeah. Other stuff right yeah, there. yeah. It's fun for a time, but when it's too much, you know, it's it's boring. It gets boring. But we're sorry. Thanks. Have Victor is there anything you want to add or improve to your game in the summer? Yeah, sure. You know, uh, I feel like uh, to be able to, to play through 82 uh, 2 seasons, 2 games uh, season. I gotta go through a lot of conditioning and uh, level level up on the energy level. I know alien is like your trademark. Are you gonna launch the merchandise? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> oh my. Would you come? Would you cop? Would you buy
0: it? Alien merchandise for sure.
1: Uh so a little bit more into the decision Sorry, just can you go into a little bit more why Oh yeah, to play you. Um, you know it's uh, I had a long season uh with the, with the Mets 92, we're Gonna have a, a long season with the Spurs, and uh, there's the Olympics after that. And I just think that more than that more than two years without rest is is uh, is too big of a risk, you know. It's a really big events coming up like the olympics uh really really don't want to miss and uh so to be able to be available for the national team for the next uh, i don't know how many years uh i feel like i need to miss this one how hard was that decision to make for you I mean, uh, knowing how much you love playing yeah yeah well, really really hard really hard it's uh it's because for me, my career is going to be as much with the, with, the, with, the, with the franchise as with the national team. You know, it's, it's titles to win with.
0: Uh, All right. So that's him sitting out of the summer league. And I know it's important to him, and that's a big-time cultural thing uh, for them. So. The FIBA. Yeah, the FIBA deals. But uh, I know that meant a lot to him, but that just shows his commitment to his craft and, and to the people that are paying him. Quite a bit of money, so.
2: And he'll be there for the Olympics next year.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, that's that's Vic, and uh, that's him wrapping up his practice. Now, one last thing I want to conclude with, and Drew was telling me about this, and I'm not as up on this as him, but the Spurs had a scrimmage. And can you tell me a little bit about that scrimmage or what you know about how Vic did
2: Oh yeah, he was great in that scrimmage. He was making threes, and I, I think he made like four straight threes in that scrimmage. So a great draw from him. I don't know much about it, but yes, I heard that he did a, had a good scrimmage against the other guys in the Spurs organization.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think he went off quite a bit in that one, and uh, I think that's a big deal, and it's going to be exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new era of Spurs basketball.
2: Yes, sir. We're excited
0: for it. Summer Leagues tonight... We're going to be dropping another episode tomorrow. Number 155 is going to be coming out. We're going to recap the Summer League game. We're going to be back a little more regularly while the Summer League is going on, but... And we've always talked about this on our uh, Spur of the Moment podcast. We're not going to waste airtime. We're going to give you content, and we're not going to just make up stories. We're going to go with the stuff that is applicable and alive, yes. and that's how we're going we're to do. And you'll know us because 82 episodes during the season, we were, did one after every single yes. game last year, and you can count on that from the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Drew, would you take us home, please?
2: Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always. Go Spurs, go!